This is it. This is it. The podcast, My Road Trips Planner. Hey, my name is Shane. Welcome. If you're looking for a podcast that talks about road trips, you'll find it right here, right now. So we are on our way back to Connecticut from a Canadian road trip with me and uh, John Chambriello, who's also known as the Connecticut Wedding Singer. If you're looking for someone to sing at your wedding, check out his site. He is the, 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 the Connecticut Wedding Singer. So I wanted to talk about today while we're driving along is uh, we're gonna talk about day one of the trip and how it started and also a little bit of the prepping because I, I think prepping is very important because I think one of the things is it also helps you get excited for a trip. And so for me, I try to start prepping at least a week or two out. You know, if I gotta get my things done with my car, if I need to buy anything, if I need something that, you know, I need for a road trip, I wanna be able to have it before I leave. That doesn't mean you can't buy anything along the way. It just means, you know, you always wanna be prepared so you don't have to spend extra money if you don't have to. And so one thing that we did, because we did sleep in the car one night, which was Thursday night, we, you know, we had our sleeping bags, some pillows, and uh, these mats that John has. They're nice, too. They feel like, you know, they feel like they're double or triple the size they really are. That's how I felt when I was sleeping on them. And so always want to make sure, but I think one of the biggest things I always make sure I have is water and snacks. And so, John, is there anything you think you always need to have on a trip? At this point, a phone, obviously. Uh, Snacks are important, as uh, we found out. And you had that case of like 40 water bottles, so that came in handy. We're always grabbing those water bottles, but a cooler I'd add in there, just because there's things like anything that has chocolate or is gonna melt, just pop it in there. that hummus came in, in handy also at some point. So, yeah, a cooler I'd, I'd add. Yeah, definitely a cooler. Because if you're in the car, it's nice to have something that could be cold, too. John had a bunch of seltzers in there that hit the spot when it was a little bit warm outside. The other thing is, also, if you're going to another country, make sure you have your passport. One thing we found out that's interesting is that the little star that's out if you get it on your license it's really for the people that live on the border so like if you live in new york state and you're crossing over niagara you can show them your license and they may let you over without a passport i actually heard a side conversation with one of the people that work at the old mist and someone was saying hey we're going to canada and he said hey do you live in new york and he said They were like, no, we live in Massachusetts. The gentleman said, look, he's like, unless you live in New York state or if you live in Vermont, a border state, then you can't, um, then you need your passport or another form of international um, ID. So I thought that was very interesting. I, yeah, I thought it was interesting too. (laughs) So... So Thursday, we 
so we drove from Connecticut and we drove all probably about I don't know 20 minutes out from um, Canada and we stopped at a well it's called the rest area which I thought was which is cool because most of the rest areas we went to didn't have lights but this one had lights so you felt like you were at a regular rest area that was lit uh, but there were no restrooms I want to point that out there because you just had to find your own restroom and create your own restroom. So just be prepared if you're getting close to the border and you decide to sleep in your car. And John, what was the reason why we slept in our car before we got to Canada? The reasoning is because the Canadian government does not want you to loiter or stay over in their rest areas or their truck stops. There's a limit and we actually found a little rest area that was, um, it was really beautiful within Canada and it said you couldn't stay here and it just gave nighttime hours. So they just don't want you sleeping over. But in America, they're like, yeah, come on over. Just sleep wherever you want. <laughs> so, yep. And I know most like people that have RVs, they go to Walmart. And I'm not saying that Walmart is officially saying, I don't want to, because there are times people have said Walmart does not say officially stay in our parking lots. But I know of many people that stay in the Walmart parking lots with their RVs and things like that. But one of the things I um, that we learned is that they really don't want you staying more than four hours in these um, little designated areas in Canada. One of the things that I learned really quick is that in Canada, you yeah you you can go travel, but but these are truck stops too. We're talking about like if there's a pilot or a flying J, they only want you for four hours and then they want you out. And so also one of the things I did learn is that you just want to be prepared to answer questions, which we'll get to in the, the next podcast about answering questions at the border, which was interesting. But also, you know, if you're just straightforward, and you just try to answer the question. Don't try to like, you know, be flashy and like, you know, try to be a little bit awkward. So, but one thing we did enjoy was Tim Hortons. I want to give a shout out to Tim Hortons. We just, uh, we've enjoyed, we have enjoyed that coffee. I love that it's hot. I love that, you know, it is just one of those, I'm going to say it. And I know a lot of people are going to get mad, but the coffee is better than Dunkin' Donuts. Dunkin', I love you, but you got to step up your game. And I think they're coming because we're in New York right now driving. And I don't know. I feel like they're, I have not seen a Dunkin' yet. John? Dunkin' Donuts does not exist right now in my heart. And uh, I'm sad to say that. It's been a part of my childhood. But Tim Hortons... They do have better coffee. Uh, they used to be in Connecticut, where we're from, and then they pulled them out because I guess they weren't doing so well. I remember seeing on the news when it said, Tim Hortons is pulling their uh, stores out of Connecticut, and I think they had eight of them, but then they pulled them out. I miss them greatly, and it's a pleasure to be back, Tim. A pleasure. I think, you know, the other thing, too, is that their bakery, um, I don't, they say they're baking outside. Uh, even if they're not, it tastes really good. If, like the sour cream glazed donut. Mm, mm, mm. 
it's just really good. But I think one of the things you want to um, be prepared for is, is drives. Make sure you have snacks. Make sure you're, you know, in the front seat. Make sure you have plenty of cup holders. Make sure you know where all the little, like, cubbies are in your car. Like, <clears throat> in the side of my car door, you can actually put, like, two bottles of water down there. And then we have a spot for two uh, drinks in the middle. And you want to be comfortable. If you're not comfortable driving, uh, you know, and you have to always, like, grab stuff, move around, you're really not going to have a great time. You're going to be, you know, squirming, doing all these little things. So you want to be prepared when you do that, too. When you're ready to drive, make sure it's almost like being at your office and you're going to sit down for a few hours at your desk and you got to get in that work. You know, set it up the same way almost. You want to make sure you have enough drinks, enough snacks. Um, things are in reach so you don't have to keep getting up and leaving the room and doing other things or pulling over and grabbing stuff. So you want to be prepared. So we went from Connecticut, we went through Massachusetts, and then we drove through Vermont. We actually stopped in Keene, New Hampshire, because we needed to stop at a Walmart, which that Super Walmart was nice. I Thank you for having that Super Walmart there because we were able to get in, get out, and do our thing. Um, and I think one of the... I don't know if i do anything different on the drive up. I actually think that it was... It was a straight shot. I didn't feel like we we overstood, we overestimated or anything like that. I felt like we were able to sleep comfortably in the car. Um, I think we went to bed uh, between 10 and 11 sometime. I felt like every night we went to bed between 10 and 11 and were able to get up around 6 a.m. Now, always just make sure you have warm clothes, uh, just in case. That's something that... I really, we definitely needed that night. Yeah, and uh, I would add that picking the month that you're going to drive and the direction you're going to drive is really important. So, like, if we were to take this trip south right about now, you might be sleeping in an 80-degree car, and you don't want to do that. So going north and towards the end of May, June, July is going to suit you a lot better. The night times are going to be comfortable. And just like Shane said... It was, I think it reached the 30s the night that we slept in the car. So, you know, having those warm clothes, had long johns on, had like a electronic hand warmer, which kind of went inside my sleeping bag, which kind of kept everything warm also. So that's important. Yeah, it brings me back to a story when I was driving across country and I was staying in Wyoming and I was at, excuse me, I was at a rest area. And what was really interesting was I Someone had told me, you know, that it was going to be really cold. And this was in February, so it was going to be cold. So I had a zero-degree sleeping bag, and I had a jacket on, long pants. And I just want to make a disclaimer, kids or anyone, you don't want to do this. This is this can be very dangerous. Um, so I'm just putting that out there. But one thing I I learned that night is that Sometimes you have to, you might want to find a place to stay, <laughs> if possible, if it's that cold. Just putting that out there. But I did stay in my car, and I woke up, and there were icicles in my car. And so <clears throat> that reminded me from that day on to just be careful. Um, what, was, what was fine about the night, you know, Thursday night for us is that 
even though it was in the 30s, um, it had been really in like the 70s all day. So because of the weather, even though it did get cold eventually, it wasn't a sustained cold. It was very much like by the middle of the day, it was almost 70 again. So it, it wasn't like we were in the middle of winter or anything like that. It was very much like for a moment it was cold and then it got warm again. And so that was the good thing about it. So, um, so John, is there anything else you want to add before we close out this, uh, this session of the podcast? Uh, I can't think of anything specific. I'm probably going to think of something once you press the stop button. <laughs> well, this is it. This is it. The podcast, My Road Trips Planner. This is Shane. Thanks for listening. As I always say, the road's open. Let's drive.